Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Jason. We have been discussing how Home and Away has maintained its relevance over the past 30 years. And one of the main reasons for that is the willingness of the producers to tackle important social issues that affect our communities. Joining me to discuss an important issue that's been happening in Summer Bay at the moment is Lima Granger, who plays Irene Roberts, and Courtney Miller, better known as Bella Nixon. Hey guys, welcome to the official Home and Away podcast. Are you as excited as I am? Oh, yes. I'm off my head. It's not from the water. <laughs> no. Now, Courtney, you've had a wild entry into Summer Bay as most characters. No one ever comes into the bay easily, do they? They don't, but I seem to have gotten every crazy storyline. I love it. Congratulations. Thank you, Obviously, thank you. they've given that to you for a reason because yeah. they need to she pull it off. She gets upset if she has an, an afternoon off. She goes, oh. oh, they're going to write me out. I'm sure of it. I oh. went, dude. I'm like, dude, come on. Oh. Just relax. The old I'm actor's like, insecurity. <laughs> we all have some, don't yes. we? So for the first couple of years, then yeah. you're like, please give me a day off. Yeah. What can I do to get out of it? No, no it's, yes. you wouldn't want that. But you've, you've been smashing it out of the park. But in the recent weeks, our viewers have watched in horror as the very vulnerable Bella has made some unwise choices. Can you explain where Bella's yeah. naivety comes well, from? Well, I always based back to her childhood, living with her dad. And although we didn't know that Bella, you know, that was before I started, but lived with her dad for six years in isolation, no school. And I think girls at that age learn how to socially interact in primary school, in high school, and she didn't have any of that. So it really comes from not knowing what social cues uh, normal. I know he wasn't a good person, but he was good to me. That's because you didn't know any different. Don't romanticise him, Bella. I hate him and I love him. And now he's gone and it's because of COVID. Okay, you need to remember that your dad was the one who started this. Remember what he did to us? Dads are supposed to protect their kids, not threaten them. So you really were brought up in a great environment. Absolutely great. She yeah. had a fun time. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun time. In isolation. Yes, Doesn't in get isolation. Much than that. No. Now, Summer Bay, you've sort of branched out your wings. You're kind of becoming a bit more human. Yeah, human. <laughs> Humanized. Bella's definition of human, I think, along the way, and why she gets herself into such trouble is because she's like, she has to do it to then know that that's not a thing to do. Right. And then from there, she grows. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And you get a lot of support from the Summer Bay. Yes. Well. They're all helping I, sometimes you out. it confuses me why, but they do love her. I love that. Uh, Lynn, now you are Bella's guardian. Yes. And you've been guardian to about, is it 3,250 <laughs> yes. characters? Something like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, they, they come, they go. They come, they go, but some are very memorable. Yeah. Um, like our lovely Courtney. Well, we'll see three, down, three years down the track, maybe, Lynn. Yeah. And what, <laughs> yes. is, um, what has been your reaction to Bella's situation? It's pretty full on. 
Well, it, it is very full on. She is a handful, unlike Courtney, who is divine. <laughs> She's a handful. She she doesn't take discipline well. She doesn't take direction well. Like, can you do the dishes? Yeah. Her <laughs> in, interpretation of doing the dishes is smashing them, which is part Greek, we okay. think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yes. Uh, but yeah, she's um she's been a handful, but I think Irene understands her and they uh, they uh, you know they come together. They're in a pretty good place mm. before, of course, all the Tommy stuff happened. Now, Lynn, let, how long have you been with the show for? Three hundred and twenty-seven years. I thought three hundred and twenty-two. No, okay, actually, twenty-seven. I'm into my twenty-seventh year. Right. I always congratulations. I always, That's amazing. Thank you. Thank That's you. So cool. I'm waiting for my gold watch. Yeah. Anna. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My daughter was, uh, like I say, she's 28. She was 20 months old when I started as a guest artist in October 92. And then I was invited back in August 93. And where are we now? Nearly September 2019. So I'm into my 27th year. Incredible. That yeah. is incredible. I know, Do you remember your amazing. audition? What was that like? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was bizarre. And can I just tell you a very funny quick yeah, story? Okay. So I'd come up to Sydney to audition for something else. And I got food poisoning at my brother-in-law's 40th, like really bad food poisoning. <laughs> Turned up for the audition, all the things they tell you not to do. I was walking into walls. I was as crook as a record. I was so sick. And uh, anyway, I got the role. I don't know how come. I think um, <laughs> I think the, uh, the the casting agents felt, so felt sorry for me. I got the role. Anyway, a couple of weeks went past and my agent in Melbourne rang and said, Lynn, they would like you to audition for a, a guest role on Home and, o with Home and Away with the potential to be ongoing. You're like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. of course, you know, said no one ever. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I got the role and I was I auditioned with Liz Mulliner. There was three mic stands. She had the camera and she was saying the words and I had to act to all the... I was basically begging my children to let me back in their lives. Good day. Remember me? Irene, hi, I heard you were coming up. I can't find a damn hospital. I've been driving around in circles for 15 minutes. Well, it's pretty easy to miss the channel from the dark. Oh, my daughter on a deathbed and I can't even find the blast place. I don't know why they didn't shoot me years ago. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't be smoking in here. Okay, Irene, just calm down. Finn's going to be okay. Yeah, well, I believe that when I see it with my own eyes. Anyway, I got the role. A couple of weeks later, I got the character breakdown. Now, you have to remember that I'd been hideously ill for the first one and the first audition, which I also got and invited back a couple of weeks later. Character breakdown was thin-waisted alcoholic. <laughs> I thought... Thank you. Someone up there likes me. They made me hideously ill. I looked, must but have I'm looked 150, <laughs> but I got the role. Yeah. And, and now look. And now look. So that was my audition. Yeah, it was yeah. just one of those you don't bizarre forget those things. those things, do the auditions. What was, what was your like? Yes, well, I did two auditions. So one was the first one. The second was the callback. Um, can't really remember the first one. I don't know why. You I think I was. Out. I think Nerves I was too blackout. Oh, absolutely! So nervous, and I when I get nervous, I go like extra happy. So mm -hmm. I was like really trying to subdue that, and I was like, just be cool. And I was really like, just be cool, Courtney, just be cool. Um, I remember what I wore. Is that weird? No, no, no. What? Oh, what, what uh, it was like a. Oh, what's that material? And it's. It's like a kilt. Tartan. 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 It was tartan, and, and it was you red. were going to say that. 
Isn't that yeah. weird? I it knew was you were going to say You guys are connected. We are so connected. On so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we get on so well. Yeah. But the second audition, which was the callback, was with, with Tim Franklin and our director, David Gould. And it was like an acting class. It was fight for your objective, get him to listen. And by this point, I had gone over the script so many times that it was just in me. And, you know, just um, so it was really fun yeah. to, to be able to play around with it. Yeah, it's very lucky. I love that. Now, Lynn, what makes you stay working on Home and Away? What do you love about Home and Away? I think I love, obviously, it's to be an actor mm. in work in this country in the one gig for nearly 27 years is like, I always say I've won the acting lottery. Yeah. People like Ray and myself and um, Alan Fletcher from Neighbours, um, you know, people who have been there for forever. It's wonderful. It, it, I think I always joke they'll carry me out feet first, like I'll have some sort of coronary on the set. Yeah, try picking that up. <laughs> I'm try picking that scene up. Those scenes up. Good luck. <laughs> and yeah, somebody will go. Can we do that again? Can you just have your coronary again? And we'll catch yeah. it this time. Rob it in. <laughs> no, seriously. I think it's because I love my character. I love the fact that she's absolutely fallible. She's made some terrible decisions. She's made some great decisions. She is kind of a growing entity. She isn't she isn't yet complete. I suppose like all humans, when you stop learning and growing, you, you die. I love that she makes some absolute blues, real, you know, real ter really terrible mistakes. You, you like you're living her life. Mm. Sure, you go to people's funerals before they die. That happens yeah. in Summer Bay, <laughs> as you know, because we always film yeah. location before we film the studio. studio. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sorry, I went to your funeral today. You were great in the box. I wish you were um, <laughs> But generally speaking, you're living this life. Yeah. And so, you you know, I guess cause and effect, you know, consequences of what you do and and reward and, and punishment, all of those things that we that – we, uh, encounter in our everyday life loves and 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 hatreds and you know she's extreme and and she's she's wonderful and she's oh, so much more street smart than me um and yeah I just I just really love her I wish I had her balls can I say balls yes you um, have I, well, the first person it. to say balls cheers I, to that <laughs> in the podcast well done uh, she so has too. got she really has got guts yeah and and I love that. I love that she is perfectly happy to call a spade a front-end loader. You ask me, that Abby kid is a monster. We love watching you, Lynn. You're an absolute legend. You fall in love legend. with your, yeah. your character as well, yeah. which is quite but, bizarre. Yeah, but it's funny, you know, um, uh, it's funny, thank you, uh, but, uh, you know, when you get on social and somebody's on social the other day went, oh, my oh, God, yeah. she's so annoying. She's always in everybody's business. Lynn, what do you think I get? I know. <laughs> The key is stay offline, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and I think that's great because I think if you can engender any sort of opinion, yeah. it's when people go, oh, meh, I'm not sure. That's interesting. Well, I like who? that. You know, then you go, oh, bye-bye. Yeah. You are so out the door. But if you can engender a strong opinions, whether it's love or hate or, you know, drive, you, you're winning. I, you drive people mm. crazy, that is great yeah. because you're making people think and, you you know, mm. causing emotion and that's lovely. She's never going to talk to me again. Oh, she'll calm down. And Ryder was fine. As if Crafty's going to let me be friends with him after this. Hey, come on. You need to calm down. You don't down. get it. 
I don't have any other friends. Hey, just a heads up, if you're not listening to this on the Acast app, download it now so you can watch along and listen along with exclusives. How does the happiest day of your life turn into the worst? In Seven Studios' new romantic thriller, Secret Bridesmaids Business, everyone is hiding something, and someone is always watching. Starring Abby Cornish, Katie McGrath, and Georgina Haig. Secret Bridesmaids Business. Coming soon to Seven. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And we are back on Home and Away, the podcast. I'm with Lynn McGranger and Courtney Miller, and we are talking about some serious stuff. It's funny just how important also social media now plays in this world as well for Home and Away, but for everything, really, everyone's tweeting, everyone's Instagramming. It wasn't when I was on the show in 2007, when I finished up, that stuff didn't really no, exist. not at and all. And now it seems like it's another sort of thing you've got to do to keep promoting and be out there and all that kind Yay. of stuff. How have you guys... Well, Lynn, I mean, obviously you, you're a part of the digital generation, but yeah. how have you adapted to that world of having to kind of like stay on top of social media and I'm all I don't right know, get at into it. it? You're prolific. Um, she's I'm, actually, I, I think she would say she's, she's better than me. Yeah, I'm you're actually, very good. I'm all right at it. I know I'm I'm basic in what I do. Like I can I can Insta and if I need Insta, to she's got it, the lingo. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can tweet. You know, selfie. But I have to stop myself. Insta's not so bad. Insta's a much more. I think it's a friendly. Mm-hmm. It's a friendly mm-hmm. medium. Twitter can be, you know, it can be a bit nasty. It can be a bit. I find myself have a wine at night, and I'm on Twitter, and I'm like, right, and I start <laughs> tweeting you, but beep, 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 beep. But it's great because mm. that gives you that time. It's like counting to ten if mm. you're angry with somebody, and then you read it and you go, no, delete, <laughs> delete. <laughs> and Thank so God it's, for that. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Occasionally, I don't delete, yeah, but mostly I do. It seems to me Twitter is more political yes. and, and Insta is more user-friendly and Facebook's your mates. So yeah. that's the way I look at it. Why do you think um, Irene resonates so much with the with the audience? I think because she's fallible. Mm. I think because, she, you know, in one breath you can, you can love her and, go, and then you go, oh, for God's sake, woman, just shut up. I'm sure there's people out there who go, oh, for goodness sakes, Irene, button it, you know, come on. Or there's people who go, yes, yes. Yeah, she's fallible. Yeah. And like you do with your mates, sometimes they really give you the screaming gym jams and other times you just love them to bits. Yeah. 
I love She's, that. You love and it. I just, I want to add to that and say just your quotes, like the amount of things that I've heard come out of Irene's, which is really Linny's mouth because they're all from Linny. I go, oh my goodness, I'm as hungry. I, I'm so hungry I could eat the crutch out of a low-flying duck. She's, she just lipped it as I said it, love folks, it. I love listening it. at home. So when it comes to like storylines, back in the day, I remember going up to, was Dan Bennett saying, I've got this idea for Robbie. Do you ever go up there to the Louise and you go and go, you know what, I want to have this storyline for my character. Do you ever do that kind of stuff um, to mix it up and keep it interesting? I have done it. Mm. Um, nobody has picked up my idea of alien abduction yet. Oh, I've, I've been trying to give it a red hot go. Yeah. No, look, I've, I've had a few ideas and I'm still going to, I'm going to push them. But I think you have to pick your time because sometimes they're just so overwhelmed. Like when you're shooting the end of year cliffhanger, mm. that it's, everybody is so overwhelmed. Yeah. They just kind of look at you and Lindsay, nod. get under the desk. Yeah, yes, <laughs> She's go, back. Oh, is that the time? Oh, I've got to go. Come on. Having an early mark today. <laughs> you just need to pick your time. But but generally speaking, yes, they are. And although they will take a kernel of your idea and run with it. That tends to be what happens. So you can kind of influence a little bit oh, of absolutely. the evolution that, of the character. Um, yeah. They seem to welcome it if, you, if your timing's mm. good. Yeah. Otherwise, you get these blank looks and these, you know, people watching their watches and going, is that oh, it? is that yeah. the time? Looking out the window. Yes. Yeah. No, but I w- absolutely, I would say they're very, almost grateful for yeah. it because imagine trying to juggle 22 full-time oh. actors and then on top of that, the guesties. Yeah. And so there's this storyline and that's, you know. Their it, mind is absolutely jumbled. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now let's get into that a bit more, the, it's the online grooming mm. and that situation. Do you want to talk us through how that happened? Because yeah. that's crazy. I kind of read this script as I was going. I definitely spoke to Luau Ryder and she was kind of hinting at this thing that was coming. And when I read it, I was, I can't say that I was excited, but I was excited for the challenge as an actress. But also I felt like I had a big weight on my shoulders because a lot of people go through it. And so my biggest challenge was to put justice to it and make it as real as possible. So how did you go about doing that? Did you go do some research? Did you go speak to people? Did you get on? Like, how did you do it? Yeah, with well, with my um, my psychology background and the stuff I had done, you know, Lifeline and stuff like that, I had heard of stories of of girls going through it and on and being trapped online. A lot of them were adults, but I kind of took some of that and you know, hearing those stories, and also. I did just, you know, as an actress, just put it inside of me and how would I feel in that situation? Lynn, obviously, Home and Away breaks the boundaries all the time with storylines and going in on topical issues and important social mm-hmm. problems affecting yes. Australians. How did you react and what was your feelings when you first read about this storyline in particular? When I grew up and when my daughter uh, grew up, who's uh, now 28, the online grooming, the whole online thing wasn't an issue. I grew up with Stranger Danger, uh, Clancy to a degree, uh, grew up with the same thing. So I guess I interpreted it as a um, a modern take on Stranger Danger. It's not, nothing I've ever had to deal with and I don't think my daughter has because she was just that little bit older. But I think kids now that, you know, Bella is a teenager and is younger than Courtney is. It's such a big thing. And I think for me it was about being able to bring a storyline into people's lounge rooms 
and ideally mums and dads and kids and siblings and friends being able to talk about it. So I always saw it as a, a starting point for dialogue and and really just making young people aware that you don't have to be walking down the street to be affected by strange danger. And these days it's so much easier for people to just get online and we've all heard hideous stories about people being groomed and stalked and all those sorts of things online. What are you doing here? I, I know the plan wasn't for me to pick you up, but I ended up running a little early, so I thought, why not? Right. I hope you don't mind. Had your address from when I sent you the camera? No, it's cool. I just need a minute to wrap my head around the fact that you're here, presenting at my door. <laughs> what can I say? I just wanted to get our day together started as soon as possible. I can't believe I'm meeting you for real. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> And do you think it's important for Home and Away to, to tackle such tricky social issues? Oh, absolutely. I think that's got a lot to do with its longevity, is that it always has dealt with, you know, runaway kids back in the day. Um, distasteful subjects too, you know. That's one of the reasons that, that Home and Away has lasted so very long, is that it's not afraid to touch on those kind of Look, distasteful, I suppose, topics, but topics which are around us all the time in the newspapers. And, and uh, you know, Home and Away is, again, you know, people sit down, eat their meal, this show's on, and, and it starts a dialogue, and that's important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. With this current storyline that we're talking about, and, and Lynn, you were... You're a bit of a stunt woman in the. I've got to say, there's a scene, <laughs> and I'm like, well, well done for stunt work. But um, there's a scene, quite physical violence with you hitting Tommy. Mm-hmm. How was that coordinated? What did that feel like? All that kind of stuff. Um, well, obviously, for a channel, se- uh, for a channel seven, for a seven o'clock time slot, we had to be careful, mm. and we had to edit it accordingly. I think it's still very much obvious, but what we shot. I'm sure Court would agree, was uh, really full on. And, you know, close-ups and this and that and that angle. I mean, gosh, we spent quite a lot of time doing it because we wanted to make it realistic. And, uh, yeah, I think it certainly what I when I saw the finished product, the finished edit, I was very impressed. I thought it was great. Filming it, you, you just have to, I think Courtney just mentioned it before, you just have to let yourself go. Yeah. You know, the direct and trust that the director will go, mm. you know, I think the frothing at the mouth's a little bit over the top. Can you pull yeah. that back? The blood out of the ears yes. too much? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you just have to trust. I think one thing you know, acting-wise that I, this show has taught me more than anything else is that you always have to go big. Yep. Go big or go home because the director will always pull you back, pull you back. And it's so much easier to do that than it is to try and nudge you up yeah. to where you should be. It's fun to get to go there as well with certain oh, style, great. isn't it? Like it feels great afterwards. It's so to be able to do that. exhilarating. The, yeah. the first take, especially with, you know, this whole attempted rape stuff, you know, I had never had an online, oh, sorry, an on-screen kiss before. And I was like, okay, here we go. Mm. They're really, up. they're really, like, <laughs> it's just, I'm diving in here. And I, on the first take, I almost had to do it big so that I'd be like, okay, they've seen if it's too much. So now I'm not embarrassed anymore. Yeah. It's yes. like I had gotten it out of the way. And from there, it just became a dance. Yeah. With a yeah. bit of crying and screaming. Yeah. Mm. Along the way. Along the way. 
And it was well choreographed, really well yeah, choreographed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Gould again did that. And he was just very David's calm and quite is the what master we of that. Yeah. that kind of directing. And David Gould's a legend. I was there. Yes, well, he was there when I was there. So he's been around for a while. Mm. Knows yes, his stuff. Yes. Are you all right? <laughs> did he hurt you? I just want to. Go. <laughs> Who are you? It's all right. I'm going. Hey, this has just been. A... A bit of a misunderstanding. Get out of here! You heard her, you get out before I call the cops! Okay, okay. But there's no need for the cops, is there? Okay? We can just forget this whole thing. Now, do these storylines pose any difficulty or prick emotionally anything for you guys at all? Like, you know, when you're getting to, like, how do you detach from what you're doing? A lot of people ask me that, actually. You know, how do you, how do you produce the tears? How do you do all that stuff? I think... Deep down, I'm a very emotional person, so I'll be angry and I'll start crying. So my actual challenge is to not is, is to not let the tears come out. Mm -hmm. So I'm very lucky to have that very um, quick connection to emotion. So I was, you know, during this whole um, attempted rape thing, I was I was there. I was in it. It was happening to me. You know, sometimes I, I do a bit of, um, what's that technique called where you, you bring a bit of family in? You know, it, what if my dad was in this situation and, yes, and yes. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Not in an attempted rape situation, mm. but something, uh, substitution. Yeah, yeah. But then I think it's very healthy to then go, okay, now I'm going to imagine this and I'm not going to pull it from my life so that you can go home and go, okay, I'm still Courtney. And mm. yeah, I think it's very it's very important yeah. to self-care. I guess that's what is being an actor all about, isn't it? Really just finding those emotions and tapping into Absolutely. certain things and you know, keeping it real. Yes. Uh, but at the end of the day, you are, uh, you know, it's pretend. Mm. And I think, you know, I don't understand actors, you know, whatever floats your boat, mm. but I don't understand actors who have to carry it around with mm. them the whole time or, you know, they're, making a movie and going for months and months method and acting and yeah, all yeah, of that yeah. I just don't I don't get it because you yes you can draw on on experience but spookily enough Lynn's never bludgeoned anyone mm. I may have felt <laughs> like but I've never done it it's mm. the same as if you murder somebody you can't go out and go oh, I wonder what that feels like I'll go and murder somebody and I'll retain that feeling. What would it be like? To, All you yeah. can do is use your observation and and your thoughts and, and, you know, things you've seen or heard or felt. That's all you can do. But it's pretend yeah. at mm. the end of the day. So you just leave it and walk away. Yeah. I think that's our biggest challenge. But to find our own little, you know, I know Tim listens to music. I can kind of... <laughs> just think about crying and it'll come. But yeah. uh, there's so many techniques out there and I think finding the healthiest one for you. You can't let what we did get to you. It's a bit late for that. Just try to forget it and do what you usually do. Love, I can't. People don't work that way. You have to, Irene. We both do. If you act normal, then no one will ask questions. I hate that you know that. 
You yeah. seem highly emotional. You, you can oh. cry, you can laugh. You can... I can become very angry. I can become, <laughs> no. That's good, though. That's yeah, right. that's it's, it's a blessing and a curse at the yeah. same time. You know, it seems like you guys together have an absolute ball working together. We do, um, we do. Where do you get the support when you have to go to these places emotionally? Like, you're there for each other, obviously. Yeah, I think well, it's never, it's sort of an unspoken thing. We've never, yeah. never had to go, I need your support today or, you know, um, I will support you today. It's just because we do get on and I think because we trust each other in on the floor, in the stu- you know, on stage, on the floor, whatever you like to call it, we trust each other. And, and if Courtney needs something a bit more from me, she will vocalise it or if I need... Mm. So, you know, we will... What about we try this or we'll do that? So there's never any feeling like we're treading on each other's toes or getting in each other's way uh, creatively or anything like that. And, I, you know, that's kind of a gift in that we, I guess from the onset, we just hit it off and yeah. that helps. Mm. Because if, if Court felt in any way, you know, overwhelmed by me or I felt undermined, mm. is that the undermined? Undermined Anything by goes in here. Court, mm. yeah. you know, then, then there might have been issues. But it's never ever been an issue we've just got on and I think the fact that we have a good chemistry off screen it means that we've got a good chemistry you two bring out the best in each other I think so I think we do oh so you know I totally wiped the hard drive off my computer so any online connection between Tommy and us is gone oh my god father I can't believe this a 16 year old covering up my dirty work no you helped me and now I'm helping you. Let's circle back now, Courtney, and explain um, how you saw Bella when you start first started playing her. I saw. I thought she was very cool. I loved the way she said it, said it as it is. Mm. Is, that, is, that, is that the saying? Was is said it as it was mm. is, and and I really when auditioning, I really really went for it because I was like, I just you know I got a bit of a gut feeling. I saw her as a feisty. But very vulnerable girl, which is, 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 can be quite far from me, but then can be quite close to me. You know, everyone has their vulnerabilities. And yeah, I just saw her as she's quite a strong girl. Yeah. yeah. And was it hard to find ways to relate to Bella's mindset? I sometimes relate to her, but I mostly enjoy being completely different. You know, I'm not like Bella. I, I more so hold back in saying things, whereas Bella would be like, I'm just going to say it. Right. Yes. <laughs> I like that. So we're very opposite, but it makes it enjoyable because I can step into her shoes and out when I've finished. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I can imagine for both of you that portraying your characters' journeys through this recent storyline would feel like a huge responsibility. Were you ever daunted as you stepped onto set before a scene, knowing that that is on your shoulders? Just going back to the bludgeoning stuff was was daunting. Mm. Because, it uh, again, because neither of us had ever gone to that place and... It was just um, the way we, we shot it too. It was split up a bit, wasn't it? Just because of... Yes. And uh, then a week later uh, we did it again. And, and then, Yeah, it was just... Um, we didn't get a f- sort of a flow through, mm-hmm. but that's the nature of the beast that we shoot, that there's other things to be picked up that are more urgent and yada, yada. Uh, it's just uh, quite intense. But to be honest, because it was... I was working with Courtney and because I was working with David, 
I that helped me relax a lot yeah. because I I trust them both implicitly. Felt safe and so and yeah. felt very safe. Yeah. I, we, it wasn't like a director that you go. Not that we have any at the moment. We're very at lucky. Yeah. No, we don't. Should we name and shame? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you're not working with someone where you go, oh my god, I just don't. I'm not. Yeah. I don't trust where this where they could take this, mm-hmm. you know. Or it's and different at, to what I'm seeing. Yes, and, and at the end of the day, it's us on screen. It's not the director yeah. on and screen. And you have your instincts and all that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely, and, and um, yeah. Uh, it was a very bodily thing, wasn't it? It ha- You had to feel really good in your body to do it because sometimes the anger would be weird and you're like, but I feel weird because the camera's there. But that's when the, you, yeah. go, you trust the director. If yeah. it feels good in my body, then that's all I can do. And it brings out the best. Now, I can imagine the reverberations of this attack are going to be felt through the community for some time to come. Do you think Irene and Bella are going to emerge stronger? And will they ever forget what they've been through? I think so. I think it's like a little secret, although it might come out. I think it's a secret that we have intertwined in our lives, Mm. Bella and Irene, and... Yeah, I think it will make us stronger. Well, I think both characters have that similarity. You just said it before, Court, about how they they just do things, you know, mm. and and maybe you what do, what do they say? Repented leisure, and I think both characters are like that. But they have each other's backs, and even though it does go pear shaped for quite a while, I think what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm. And I think both whether or not they go to jail or they don't go to jail or whether or not Tommy lives or dies is not really the issue. The issue is do they come out of it stronger? And I think, yes, they do. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for hanging out on the Home and Aways podcast. Thank you, Jason. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends about this awesome podcast. A big thanks to Julie McGore and Seven's Head of Drama. Loretta Farrell, the producer, Nikki Hamilton, the executive producer. My name is Jason Smith. Join me next time on the Home and Away podcast. This is a Seven West Media podcast.